0: Rejection most times is the redirection we need to unlock our truest potential. Life puts us in some uncomfortable and unexpected situations despite our efforts and plans. So how do we look at failures as opportunities? How do we deal with life's uncertainties, identify some losses as wins, all while not labeling ourselves as total losers or failures? You'll find out right here on Redirection with Terry Carell. hi everyone welcome to another episode of the redirection with terry carrell podcast i am terry carrell your host it's such a pleasure to have you come on in come on in have a seat get comfortable cock up your foot because we're gonna have a great conversation we're gonna have a great time the podcast is brought to you by mastercard in association with heineken zero zero i want to thank all of my partners, all of my sponsors for believing in this project, for believing in the podcast, and for allowing me this um, this this platform to share amazing stories and amazing experiences that some of my guests are going to share on the podcast. Uh, for those of you who do not know me, again, Tarek Carell, and you can find me across all social media platforms at Tarek Carell. And of course, if you want to send me a message, send me an email, or find out more about me, you can visit my website, Tarek And even after the conversation has come to an end, please continue the conversation and use the hashtag TK Redirection. So if you are asking the million dollar question, who next is coming in the redirection seat? All I can say is that I am so privileged. This is someone who I know personally. Uh, I have seen her grow as an entrepreneur within the creative space. I have seen her evolve as a person, but also in the professional space. The kinds of things she does, what she brings to the table, I I think she, to me, she's a pioneer. So humble, so sweet, uh, a servant leader, and really, customer service is at the heart of everything she does. She has been redirected. She has been rerouted, and what she's doing today is that she is rewriting her story. I cannot wait for you to hear it. I am talking about the lovely, the resplendent, the authentic, the down-to-earth, the beautiful, and I mean just one of the nicest people I know, LaChandla Bailey Miller. la Shanla. Hey, Terry. It's so good to have you in
1: the seat. It's a pleasure being here. Thank you for having me.
0: You know, you're one of my favorite people. in the Don't tell Kevin, who, by the way, is our other half. Don't tell Kevin I'm telling you this. But you know, you are one of my favorite people in the entire world.
1: Then Terry, <laughs> me now for go home and say to Kevin, I'll be a Terry's favorite person. <laughs> So good to have you.
0: Um, you have been someone who for me, has been the epitome of what the resilient I mean, resilient, the resilient, talented small um, small business person looks like, the creative person who continues to upskill, who continues to experiment, who continues to push herself to do more and to be more. In fact, because I am going to do this right now my my band here that says you're Jamaican girl this is your brand and I am the brand this is your brand and the earrings that I'm wearing that nobody else has this is your brand and mm-hmm. I am proud to wear your brand and to support your brand I think for me the question is did you always see yourself here being the owner of your own Jamaican local brand um, that represents quality in Jamaica?
1: Not at all, never. Why never? So, coming out of high school, I wanted to go to Edna Manley. Mm -hmm. I had a burning inside of me to be creative, but I remember someone at school, um, it was the bursar at the time, and he said to me, what you got to do when you left school cuz me know say your granny no really have it for senior further. you know
0: Yeah
1: I must say me know me want to go Edna Manley because my art teacher he believes in his students and he allowed us to um to do the CXC CXC at the time Yes he allowed, he allowed us to do CXC from grade 10 and I got a grade 2 in visual art so you know we were pumped to go to Edna Manley and I I had my eyes set on Edna Manley but yes. I was told, if you got to teacher's college, you know, you know you will have a job, you will always have a job. Uh, and that seed was planted in my mind. And I, I set foot to Michael. Okay, so even though in your heart, you wanted to do the creative, mm. you
0: wanted to do, whether it was visual art, performing art, you wanted to do some kind of art. Yes. But with someone saying, or people saying, you know, it's better you just get the stability. The, God, look at the work, do the nine to five, because really and truly the arts now go sustain you. you can't make a money, which is what a lot of creative students are told um, sadly. Yes. So you decided to go to teaching. Tell me about your, your transition into teaching
1: and was it, was it nice? Was it comfortable? Look at you smiling. <laughs> I wish you guys could see right. your face. So let me tell you that part of the story. I went to a Michael, in 2002 Mm -hmm. and i spent three three years there in my first year i think it was it my first year or it could be my second year terry yes i went to do my nails for the first time um, over by a, a classmate's room she did technical, she did the technical um, subject. She was an industrialist and she, cut, she was multi-talented. Yes. She did nails and all of that. So I said, all right. May I go over Sabrina room, go get my nails done. When we go over Sabrina room, I see the pliers them and see, um, you know, she had me carry jewelry and I finish off her thing nicely. I was always stringing beads, but I didn't know how to get that nice clean finish at the end. Yes. And she showed me how to use the pliers and she gave me some tips and she told me where to go to find beads. So, while I teach at college, I was there making jewelry. That's when I started wearing jewelry, Terry. I never wore jewelry before yeah. um, college. And I said, then if me can, them something look easy for me, man. We just look pan them and them just look easy for me. Yeah. We do need, me do need for buy them. So I started making for myself and then I started selling to my um, classmates and persons in the office, graduate, started teaching. What, what were you teaching? I was teaching, uh, well, I studied social studies mm-hmm. and remedial reading at okay. Michael. Okay. So, teaching, I was with the slow learners, helping those you know who had challenges. And of course, Terry, you know that I, f- I felt like I was being prepared for something else to come in my Correct. life. Correct. So, I had to learn the patience. I,
0: yeah. Did you, did, you, did you find that difficult, um, especially because you were picking up the jewelry, you were clearly exploring and experimenting in this new space, but you were still trying, you know, you were you know, doing the whole teaching thing. Um, did you ever ask yourself, Lord, why I take this up for? Like, this yes. is, this, 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 I don't like it. You in the not-
1: teaching? hmm Terry, from my second year, me dreams and my principal I ride me not pan bicycle for the lesson plan <laughs> No joke. No joke. Every day I wonder why am I doing this, but mm-hmm. I was always making the jewelry, yes. I was always pulling apart, I would buy the, the, the jewelry downtown, if they have a whole heap I just pull them up and put on one five bead, panda necklace, they want five bead, and I make a profit. Yes. But that wasn't my main job, I was teaching, and Sundays I would cry because you know after plan the lessons and it was tedious and then after a while teaching started feeling like more paperwork than teaching Mm. and then of course when i started venturing into another type of jewelry now working with coconut shells yes i wanted to learn how to prepare the coconut shells for jewelry and i used to make them and i used to push, put them aside push them under the bed but i have a friend that um, why
0: were you pushing them under the bed i never
1: felt like they were worthy to go on anybody's neck but each piece that i created gave me a release mm-hmm. and i felt and then after i felt that release i would just put them aside mm-hmm. they never looked nice to me again mm. So
0: you were using, as well, apart from the fact that you were talented, apart from the fact that you were exploring an area that you seemed to not only be naturally good at, but you felt good. It was almost like therapy. It it sounds as if it was almost like therapy. It is therapy. It is therapy, but you didn't, you still didn't come to the realization that this could be my business. No. Because you're still thinking that this is... Either for fun, either a hobby, or maybe like a side hustle, but no, we're going to take
1: it seriously. Hobby, and then, of course, you know, so the salary did kind of lick us so it become, you know, a side hustle. A side hustle. But because I enjoy doing it, you know, it never feel like any work at all.
0: When did you decide to transition, and how did that transition take place, or why did that transition take place?
1: So, over the years, I felt like, I wasn't being fulfilled. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like this was what my life was meant to look like. Apart from the jewelry, the only other thing that gave me joy in teaching was preparing the students for the JCDC festival. So you man. are visual arts and performing arts? Yes. I applied to Edna Monday to do the um, performing, uh, um, performing arts, but because them tell me, I so have to go four more years at school, I could have deal with that. Mm-mm. I miss, cry and I said, all right, that's not it. Yes. Yeah. So you were helping
0: with the, so where you were getting joy and the most fulfillment in terms of teaching was really
1: JCDC and getting the kids ready to touch the stage, to do their yes. poetry or whatever performing. Yes, yeah, right. October time come, Heritage Fest, <laughs> prepare the students them for go up on stage and do them best. That, that was, was you. Me. That was me. I lived for those days, Jamaica Day, Heritage Day, JCDC Festival, that's all me. So tell me, when is it that you
0: decided that you want to be serious? And what fears or challenges did mm-hmm. you have in making that decision?
1: I had a, I suffered from depression from high school. Mm-hmm. And in 2014, it got to a point where I just couldn't, I just couldn't manage, manage anymore. Mm-hmm. I was clutching at straws. I wasn't living, I was just existing. There were days when I wouldn't turn up for work and it never really mattered to me what the consequences would be. Mm-hmm. I was just done, I was just over with it. I was also studying at the time, I was doing my master's in heritage studies and Kevin said to me, you will you can't stop both you can't stop both or if you're going to if you're going to stop anyone you can't stop teaching at this time you can't stop working at this time because I'm not able to to pick up your end right no right so I continued teaching until the summer of 2015 mm-hmm. by that time Terry my dead, but me. They still have. They still have some breath in my body.
0: Mm-hmm. You said that you suffered from depression from from high school. Um, did you ever identify the triggers or the catalysts? What was the reason or the root cause that would send you uh, would, would send you spiraling or send you through episodes? And what was the support like for you?
1: Alright, in high school. It was later on in life that I realized that I was suffering from depression from mm-hmm. high school. and I, I was suicidal in high school, hmm. but my, I grew up with my grandmother, extended family aunts, uncles. Um, I, would, I would say things like, I'm going to kill myself, or but I'm just take like it as you know, wanting attention or something like that. So they never really paid me any mind. Mm-hmm. But there was always some intervention, some divine intervention. Because one day I got home from school and I knew that that was the end of it for me. But I was always the one to talk. I always let someone know what is going on with me at that point in time. And um, I remember talking to a teacher at school one day. I was like, sir, you know, so I'm going to find a solution to my problem. And he was heading home. And then he stopped and took me back to his office and we spoke for a while.
0: About how old were you then?
1: I would have been 16.
0: What was going on in your world? What was going on in your mind that made you um think think that you are not of this world or that this world wouldn't need someone like you
1: at that particular time i just felt an overwhelming pressure i didn't know i didn't know what was bothering me mm-hmm. i just it just felt like a lot of things that i just couldn't deal with i could place i couldn't place my fingers on the things that were bothering me and um that was that for high, well that particular evening I went home and I was there crying and bawling, you know, comments would be made like, you no, know, she could just come from school and she not even look something for dope. But I was there thinking about what's the easiest way to go? Yes. What's the, the pain-free way to go? And then I heard someone at the gate asking if I was home from school. The last teacher I spoke with, he came from, me, found my house. And he took me to the guidance counselor mm. and then you know i started living again i started living again CXE came around did the CXEs and all of that but let us fast forward to 2015. yes um there was this one particular day when my husband was supposed to go to sigma run mm-hmm. i found the solution again quick and easy And he didn't turn up he didn't he didn't go to a sigma run rather Mm. and it was it was in sharing our story that i heard him say he knew that he wouldn't come back and find me alive and that's the reason he didn't go to the sigma Run. wow
0: how did that make you feel how did that because i know kevin i've had the pleasure of meeting both of you and i've always said to myself that i don't particularly use the the term hashtag relationship goals and i've told alex this I, I don't look on people or go on instagram and say oh hashtag relationship goals but there are two couples in in my opinion that when i look at them i don't just see love but i feel love and it's not just love i love you babe but to support um and i've always said it's you and kevin and it's veronique and randy I've always said that every time I come into your, into your presence, I understand that there is an understanding between the two of you. And so understanding that Kevin is the kind of guy who loves you, who will ask you questions, who will communicate, who's going to express, mm-hmm. who will jump in and help you and do things and yes. anticipate even the things you have not yet asked for. Yes. How did it feel to know that he told you I felt this? within my spirit.
1: Like he was paying attention to me. Even without saying it, he was feeling my pain.
0: At this time, you, you are a mom? Yes. So tell me how you are able to have love, to, to, to feel love, live, feel loved by Kevin. I know you would have had your son at the time. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. What was it about life that was crushing you? where you felt that you are of no value to even your family?
1: All right. So still in 2014, 2015, mm-hmm. I just felt like I wasn't prepared for this world. Mm. I didn't, I didn't come with the skills to navigate. Mm. I just felt like nothing was going right. And biggest of all, I felt like I was just existing. I served no purpose and my life was basically meaningless. That's how it felt. That's how it felt.
0: And when Kev came home from, um, when he didn't go to the Sigma run, how did you guys reconcile in terms of where do we go from here? How are you able to assure him that, or reassure him that it's okay, we're gonna Our work son, through it? Let me it? tell you
1: how that part go no, to Terry. We started, an old friend came back into our lives. Mm-hmm. We were a part of the Amway business long ago, mm-hmm. and she resurfaced, and she started inviting us back to the, the Amway meetings. Yes. Well, Amway provide the products, but there is um, worldwide dream builders yes. that teach you how to monetize the Amway business. And they used, we used to go to the, the meetings, and I felt like when they talk and they share stories and they inspire you, I start literally me feel like somebody a blow back Britain on my body. Wow. Yes. And I I revived. I revived. And I that's and it was during that period of time when I was still making and putting things under the bed. My friend from JBDC, um Donna Utah. Yes. She said and like, here them come give me, let me see them. <laughs> and she look at them and she said, I like the finish off, this, this this, need a little bit more body, but you're on the right path. Mm-hmm. These are good. And
0: it was... The same little ticky ticky ones that you put under your bed because you they them ugly and you don't want to sit
1: on people. Okay. Yes. So that was one of the things that helped me during that time. And of course, the night time you still go on YouTube, just find those inspirational, um, talks and I would just listen, the, listen to them for the entire night they would put me to bed sometimes I wouldn't sleep mm-hmm. because I'm there asking why am I here and if you're going to tell me that I need to live give me a reason to live mm. I need to know why I need to stay alive why, I, why do I need to be here and what are the tools that I'm going to be given in order to navigate yes. so yes. this is what you're asking Yes, because you keep saving me why are you saving me Hmm. Why are you saving me? And I don't know how to do this. So I me used to talk to God at night time. And I listen for answer. Sometimes I'll take up the Bible and look for that scripture they want me to read. Mm-hmm. Until one night, I don't know how it came to me, but it's like I, I stumbled on this phrase you have to go through to come out. Hmm. You understand? You have, have to, to go through to, go to come out on the other side. And. I realized that I need to go through this to help other persons who are suffering. And I said, then why am I going to do this? If you want me here to tell other people that they can come out alive, the depression is just a phase. You are going to come out on the other Mm -hmm. side. You're going to see the light, you're going to see the light at the end of the tunnel. How am I going to do this? And then I, I thought about writing inspirational notes and some. Me even buy the sticky pad them <laughs> nice and pretty. I said, may I go write it. You know, write some nice little inspirational notes and just hand them out to random people and hope says somebody where I go will go through something. Will be get? Yes, of course. Cause me I think so God is gonna help me if I unpick the people. Him. I handed out one note, <laughs> and that was it. Me, <laughs> me go back and me say, God, this, not this be can't like be it. Like. Me, no, me feel like no, I feel stupid. I do this. Then he said to me. You have a passion for jewelry. Yes. And you're going to use your jewelry to inspire others. Mm. And that's how we came up with the name Inspire Inspire 365. because we want to inspire every day.
0: So your brand was birthed, not just out of your your talent, but out of a purposeful call that even in spite of your struggle with depression, you wanted it to be a source of inspiration to others right let me ask you this how how do you communicate in terms of with Kevin even now because we know that depression is not something that just is fleeting and it disappears it's a constant struggle to manage Mm -hmm. it and I I know that there are persons who have to take pills and medication but a lot of the times they don't take it because of the side effects some people say it makes them feel woozy and and so some people don't take Mm it How do you maintain a healthy relationship with your husband
1: while still struggling? You you mentioned the the medications, Mm Terry. I've I've had to take the medications in two different episodes, but I I just don't stay on them. As soon as I get out of that dark pit, I just put them aside. Mm -hmm. But in terms of um, maintaining the relationship with Kevin, Kevin is the most... Patient person you will ever meet. God did not know say me, they gonna need somebody like him <laughs> in my life. When I tell I say patient, yes. Some t- there was a time terror me just feel like say me stupid. I mm-hmm. just feel like I I'm dumb. Woulda ask some questions and to me them feel like stupid questions. Kevin answer my questions them. I can't remember anywhere in Kingston for the life of me. And Kevin was like. Well, Kevin is the person. Imnaga said to me, say, but we drive here, so every day. Oh, come, you remember? Yeah. Every time I ask, he's going to answer me. And hmm. um, my head, me, I said, 'Why impatienty? Yeah, because me know. So we drive here, so every day, me know. So we do this all the time, but he just answers the questions each and every time without discrimination.
0: And how does it impact parenting? Because." it's one thing to have a supportive partner who's an adult yeah who can reason and figure out and 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 realize what's going on and how he could possibly intervene and what are the necessary steps to take to assist you but what of your kids how do you parent Mm -hmm. if you're going through episodes or if you feel yourself coming to the point of, of of approaching an episode how does it impact your your parenting
1: all right um because as i said to you before he pays attention and he's observant he will pick up the slacks for me Mm -hmm. and he will say to me all right i see what is happening let's go down to choose life yes and i'm this is something that has happened before Mm -hmm. more than once so because he's 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 busy with work he's busy with his own things and all of that but he pays attention hmm. and because um i get frustrated easily so when he sees that happening especially towards Khalil yes. or the new one Kaden he yes. would step in he would intervene you and s- he would remind me to calm down
0: right and so frustration and stressors are possible triggers for you Um, and you had said earlier on when you went into you know education and teaching you specialize in remedial learning and so you have two kids and tell me you alluded to it earlier but tell me what is it about remedial learning or learning about remedial learning that would come in handy for you
1: all right so in studying we've realized that we're going to be dealing with children with all sorts of learning challenges yes. learning um difficulties development that um developmental delays and in 2019 my second child mm-hmm. Kaden was born and uh, approaching the 9 months or just a little bit after 6 months i realized that something looked right mm-hmm. i don't think he was developing in the way he was supposed to mm-hmm. And um, I remember waiting for the nine months date to go back to get, you know, to talk to the pediatrician to say that I don't think something, I don't think everything is okay with him. I went. She said, "No man, give him time. The boy, will grow and all of that." And but, children develop differently and yes. pace himself, of course. Right. And I said, "Okay." It went on and on, but because I had something in the back of my head, I started doing my research. Mm-hmm. And I hinted um, at it to Kevin, and he said to me, "I'm right there with you. I'm seeing the same thing you're seeing." Mm. And then it was when he went for his two-year checkup. That's when I was told that this looks like autism. Yes, you're you're going to need to get him assessed. By that time, I already knew it. I already had um, two assessment. They set up because you have to wait like a year or a year and odd before you can get a date
0: and how does that i mean you have the you have the technical ability because of course it's what you specialized in but you also struggle with depression Mm -hmm. so when when you're met with um issues or naturally challenges that are going to occur when you have an autistic kid
1: how do you manage that all right so i have two children terry Mm -hmm. I always tell myself, say, one comes to teach my patience, and one comes to test my patience." <laughs> <laughs> and that is exactly it. Mm-hmm. So, Khalil is the type that is, he's calm and he'll, he'll come and he'll say, he'll say to you, mommy, calm down, mm-hmm. mommy. Um, I, I'll come and he, he'll pat me on the back mm-hmm. because even though I've not really spelled out anything to him, he's a brilliant child yes and he would say mommy just calm down but Mr. K then know I'm like all right I <laughs> can't rough him up because Khalil don't teach me the patience so yes. sometimes I would just you know walk away ignore him mm-hmm. or just stop and attend to him which I do a lot yes you know if it was one time I just probably just lock myself in a one room and just start ball mm. but that's not the case and right you're now. learning you and are you are learning.
0: learning and you are evolving um, so you decide to launch inspire 365 right. how does it go
1: so in when was my first show my first show was done by the Institute of Jamaica. Them time I'm afraid for go out by myself, you know, Terry. But my good friend Coda, yes. Valentine McLean, who was like my rock, yes. was my best man when it come to the jewelry, and you know, bouncing off my ideas. And um, Institute of Jamaica was having their, um, October first, their October show. You're going you set out your thing for the October festival, you know, heritage time. Right. And I went there for my f- my first setup. My first customer was Barbara Gloda. What and you say saying it. to me? Yes, that gave me some confidence, Terry.
0: Yeah. And how did it feel that this thing, this hobby, this yeah, you sell a little side hustle, uh, that people? were interested and wanted to buy. Did you feel
1: validated? Yes, very Mm. much so. Because like, I I would make them, I would feel excited about them. But then I I don't know if people really like them or if they genuinely like them. Mm -hmm. You understand? And when I saw Miss Dodan came and she picked up a piece and, you know, she said, this is the piece I want. And then I got a call um, afterwards I thought something was wrong with the piece she said no i don't but i want this piece i want the other piece look at that so when i i went to drop off the other piece to her daughter and that's when her daughter told me about um that show that it's it's held in december can't remember the name Mm -hmm. of the show right Mm -hmm. now i don't know why i'm not remembering no that's fine is going to be mad with me no that's that's fine (laughs) right but it used to be held up by um Mm. Forestry department, yes, that show, and I started going to her show. I sent in my pieces, Alison said, Yes, you, you can come to the show because anybody getting at an alice's show, yes. So, Potters Fair, it's called Potters, okay, yes. So, I went and you know, when we make a change that December, they say, Yeah, you look like it can work, man. People like the stuff, them, man and I started going out to other shows. Yes, was your confidence growing each time? It was growing, Terry, it was growing. And I was making, I remember Potters is a two-day show. The Mm. first day, my table was empty. So Saturday, my table was empty. Saturday night, I literally did not sleep because I had nothing to put on my table Sunday morning. How did you feel considering
0: you had prayed to God about it. You had asked him, what's my point? What's the purpose of me being here? And you saying, well, all right, maybe I can do the jewel," but now you're seeing that it is serving people in the way that, that you never imagined. How did that make you feel?
1: It made me feel good, Terry, but I still felt as though I was still not doing what I was supposed to doing. Really? Supposed to be doing right. Because I was, I was still wondering, how, I, how was I going to get the inspirational words on my jewelry how was i going to inspire people with the words because it was important that i use the words mm. one day i was sitting up by Uwe. i was sitting i was looking into space my head was clouded with all sorts of stuff and one man passed me and then him looked back and him said jesus loves you really yes it was still in the 2014 2015 yes. period and then some other positive words came along the way and then i said to myself said there are people out there who just need a little phrase and a little sentence just to just, bring them back just to bring them is back." is this why
0: me. when we get our packages and we open our packages um and for those persons who who have never bought a piece from her and i hope that you will when you open this it's, the package is always beautiful and you're right from the moment you get the decal the decal makes you feel very good and then when you open the different pieces of the packaging you see words like beautiful appreciated appreciated i didn't realize and it was it's one of the things that i always love to see when i open up the package it's beautiful words that affirm me but i didn't realize that that is where it was coming from so is that how you decided to incorporate words in 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 not only your packaging but also your
1: Right. designs right so of course you know me can put the words on coconut shell and all of them thing there. but notwithstanding you know me used to buy some some little work, charms believe yes. um, empowered and mean used to try use epoxy and glue them onto the <laughs> coconut shell but I never that look at me media go from. Mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. understand and then there was SEBI social enterprise boost initiative yes that thing between JN and USAID and I followed them around. And I was always nagging them. And they used to have open sessions where you can just turn up, even though you were not a part of the incubator, and I would turn up, until one day they told me to apply to be a part of the incubator. And I was successful, and I got a grant, and I was able to buy my engraving machine. So first of all, first of all, how, do you transition
0: from having those periods of doubt Mm -hmm. where you want to withdraw you don't want to have any connection or any contact with people to the point where you are telling people but i need to be here i need to be seen i need to be in the room i need to be at the table is this because your confidence had now grown to the point where you wanted to be more and to do more or is it that this feeling would just come and go
1: sometimes I needed to be at the table to share my story. Mm. So even though I was going to the trade shows, I would tell people about Inspire 365. Even though we never have the inspirational pieces yet, yes. But I, I would have a little thing on my table that tells my story, and then that will trigger them to ask questions, and I will start talking to them. People will share their stories mm-hmm. with me. I have days when people just cry at my table
0: oh. because
1: I share my story with them. Look
0: at that. So you get your um, engravement machine? Yes.
1: And is this when this is born? Alright, so yes, the part? You know, Terry? Me have the machine sit down for two years. Now I do nothing with it. Because I was disappointed that the machine could not engrave black. What do you mean? hmm I thought I was buying a laser machine. <laughs> <laughs> so you bought a machine that did what? You see the one, the TK band? Yes. That's the machine that I bought.
0: You're kidding.
1: And then I started I was worried that people you know, people are gonna want them writing for black so it's visible. Yes. And I just started, it was in COVID. I said, no, me I to get up and do something. We can't have it it costs money, enough money for it. We can't just have this sitting here now or nothing. And I started engraving. I had a personal Instagram page and I converted it. I no longer have a personal Instagram page. I don't yes. have any. Yes. Converted it and I started engraving and I started posting. And and I would, you know, give the disclaimer, it won't be black enough. <laughs> <laughs> and people said that's fine. And then I realized that people, people actually love the way it engraves. Right.
0: Because I think I think sometimes what we think is that people want gaudy and obvious. But for many of us, we want it to be quite subtle. If yes. you're close enough to see it, you see it, but yes. not necessarily too loud. And so you start posting, and what happens?
1: People started buying. People running. And I started working on my packaging. I must backtrack a bit, Therese. Mm-hmm. When I started going to the trade shows, I was battling with something. I was battling because I was now saying people are going to say she left teaching for themselves. <laughs> yeah, people out. That, was, that, that people played molt. on my mind for a while. I'm like, but you know business where people say, you know what you're about, you know what you're going for. Mm-hmm. You understand you get your mandate, you ask for something you get it, you have to carry out your purpose. Yes, amen. Because these days there are days when I feel like, you know I'm kind of slipping or something or something now go my way and I'm like remember why you're here. You remind yourself. Yes you're here because you're supposed to help others to stay alive mm-hmm. so take your eyes off yourself and get out of your head and do what you're here for we are all here for a purpose and this is your purpose
0: i got goosebumps yeah so tell me about what happens now when you're posting people running in we love it and you get all fancy because we can choose the font we can choose what kind of font all kind of all kind of sexiness going on on your bands um how is kevin um in in all of this process because i know as you have processed kevin is right there with you the kids are right there with you how important was it for you even as you grew in your own confidence and even as you are evolving as a business owner to 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 have him there and and what role did he continue to play
1: Terry, me no nothing about business. Me know how to put out jewellery. That's my thing. You understand? And if it wasn't for Kevin, would have probably sell the stuff them at a price so I can't buy back my raw material. <laughs> <then>? <laughs> because I just want to get them out there. I just when You want to create and that's yes, it. Yes, I just want to create and when I make something I just want to get rid of it and that was so kevin was that person there was the balance that balance teaching me about business teaching me about pricing teaching me how to use the engraving machine <laughs> right so tell me what
0: happens when because there's one thing i know about you you're always trying new things even the earring that i have on that i'm not when, able to replicate <laughs> when it came to me all i was told was la chandler did a try a thing and she thought of you you're always trying and experimenting, exploring and iterating. Um, But something big happens. You know, Christmas in July is a a, a nice affair that happens every single year. Mm -hmm. People come, we show artisans, we show our wear, and then there's this beautiful magazine that is put together, the Tourism Enhancement Fund, puts the magazine together, it's in a directory, and anybody who gets the catalog can simply go through and look and see what kind of artisans, are there, talk to me about that defining moment for you. So, Terry,
1: <laughs> turn up to Christmas in July with a product that I wouldn't normally make mm-hmm. because, of course, after the coconut shell, I transitioned into metal. Yes, started you know, start girl. I use touch now, you know, Terry. <laughs> I go and with my thing in you know, a wheel rolling, yes. yell on them something there, and I you know, I take out my frustration from some metal, yes. and I realized that that was taking a toll on me physically, Mm -hmm. and it was very hard to scale that sort of operation. And um, I brought something new to Christmas in July. I made some pearl bracelets. I made some job tears bracelets. Yes. And my new inspiration bracelets. I brought some of that as well. And they photographed them that was my least confident year in christmas in july really in the items that i submitted why um persons knew inspire 365 for fully handmade stuff mm. and i felt like you know it was a cheat yes even though i know deep down i wasn't able to do what i wanted to do within three um inspire 365 with the, the pieces that people know mm-hmm. I wasn't able to put the messages terry So you were just like, "Boy,
0: I just quit chatting and let's let's see, let's, let's see. see where the cards fall." Yes. So they photograph it. It ends up in the directory
1: and in the, in their catalog in that their they catalog. produce mm-hmm. yearly. And I remember it was one day in March, last year, I got a call see washington dc come up on it so I'm sure kevin and mr say Kevin on them there. yeah you look like a scam call scam. you know you know kevin kevin said on site and you can always hang up correct so and and me here calling from the british eye commission right there's something no says uh, scam terry number one washington dc come up then you tell me you're call from british, british eye, eye commission, commission and what you are calling me for you understand <laughs> so definitely scam so i listened with skepticism yes and um, the person on the other end would be like, you're aware that the, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge are visiting Jamaica? I'm like, no, but Kevin over there say yes. So I, <laughs> Kevin <laughs> followed every news. So I know I to say. Yes, I can son. actually picture him going, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, so I said, no, I didn't know that. And the, the, the person said, yes, they're coming and we're trying to find some gifts for them and your item is an option we're not telling you that you're going to be selected yes so don't expect anything from it i said okay but i was still listening and okay because yeah whatever yeah Mm -hmm. we can always package a, a, a set of jewelry if you want a set of jewelry that's what i was thinking and the next day they asked how soon they could get it and i said all right I can put something together for, you now. we did have a few pearls leave. Yes. And we did have a few Few bracelets in stock. Yes. And engraved she's royal on one of them. And they said, all right, we'd want it to be plain. So that's how we get the she's royal, because that was my original um, engraving for it. But they requested a plain one. And I remember the day when I was making the bracelet for the Duchess. I had enough to make the pearl bracelet I had enough to make two. So I packaged the one for the, um, the Duchess and I, pack, and I put aside one for a friend. I have no more pearl left, I have no more little gold beads them to put in between and of course them said don't expect nothing. So I not expect nothing. Yes. So Duchess roll off a plane little after that. Now but not tell me said Duchess I go come in and my jewelry now. They said to me, package it for a flight. Yes. That's what they said i package it for a flight because nothing not really depends why it can't go up on a plane right my phone start blow up one evening in my class because of course I remember, remember me tell us made uh, a degree them yes time when me pick up back my degree you now, in a man and i do degree now under that class i pay attention my phone start blow up i remember when like, it happened well, one year so, somebody said, how can I purchase the, um, the bracelet as seen on the Duchess of Cambridge? Me I said, but after me never tell nobody say, because they said, don't say nothing to nobody, you Me Terry. Me you say, you never tell nobody, never, so I, who this I call you? You never tell nobody, so all them know say Duchess get my bracelet, and me never tell nobody say, me prepare a bracelet for Duchess. Things I made mean of trouble now, too, you know, because I never did for tell nobody, and I never tell nobody. I just between me and Kevin. Yes. And of course, I not expect Kevin nothing, forgot to talk the things. And then me I not expect nothing to come out of it, so me I never not tell nobody nothing. You understand? I just come off a plate in a bracelet. People start sending me pictures. Media houses start messaging me, is this you? Is this you? Because they want the confirmation. Correct, so they story. can run their stories. Yes. Right, this is could go back to class, Terry. Me I wonder when me I go do now? kage guess I me no not have no 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 pearl <laughs> no little gold um bead me not have nothing but I I'd forged a relationship with um one of my supplier yes good good relationship you know all the way across the seas you know right now Terry if I want something for trust me get it so I <sighs> link her up I me say. Because in buying, in buying from these people, they want the, you have to buy bulk. Yes. But she was, she, she, she allowed me to grow. She so would, she allowed you she to would, buy in small, small amounts. And she would send me samples, and she said, try this. Oh, and nice. even to bend the bracelet, she said, she sent me this tool. me. Never did even have the money for PR. said, me can pay in two parts, and she said, yes, yeah. she sent it to me. Me send one part, and then me send the next part. So me message her, me said to her, I say. Can you can you send me I want this material, I want this material, I want this material. And she said, okay, I can get them to you. Because I had bought the pieces from different suppliers. So I sent everything I needed and she said, okay, I can get them. I want them the fastest possible time. Yes. She said I could FedEx them to you. But may I tell him man? she tried her best but I couldn't get them two weeks after two weeks after and what
0: are, so 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 what is going on by the way when you tell Kevin let's find out when you
1: call Kevin and tell Kevin that this is what is going on what was his response So <laughs> the first day she, the first day she come after that a metal one <laughs> and Kevin say in your so I felt a little bit disappointed because I didn't feel like I had a hand so much of a hand in that mm-hmm. one so, so Kevin, you were still fixating on that yes kevin said to me say so you feel glad sir that you wear cause me we don't know where you done get material from for me the next <laughs> <laughs> then the next day she peered the pearl with the with, per- with mm-hmm. bangle, and that's when all hell broke loose from all over the world contacting me for this bracelet so how
0: did you pivot because now you realize that you have an international audience. Now you realize that a little thing where you say, all right, if they want a little package, I'm going to put a package together. I'm going to sell it to you. Yes. I don't expect anything. But my no, it
1: hurt me. And it's like, I feel like I, I wanted to run away from myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you have to do this. You, don't, you can't damage your brand. This is the opportunity you have been waiting this for. This is what you wanted. I have a website, in you know, Terry, but my website never set up for they collect no payment and people are coming and try for order, you know. But me have a husband with multi talented and he quickly go on and make it set up so we can accept payment at least through paper. Yo, Kevin is the real deal, you know? Real deal. So you are able to now process these requests that were coming in. Right. So persons were persons were ordering. Let me tell you what we have for do. You see the pearl bracelets them, we did have a few in our store, me have to call them. I said, give me back my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) We have to take them back, and that's how I was able to send out the first few. And then, um, persons wanted to pay without using PayPal, and I didn't know what to do, so I called up one of my mentor, yes, Kerry from Kerry Manu Manu, love her to death. Yes very very encouraging Mm -hmm. and she was there with me from I just started Mm -hmm. with the metals and she was to shine up this a bit my customers like it nice and shiny yeah and I said Terry um Kerry this is what happening and she allowed me to To process the sales through her website and we waited for the packages to come with the with the, the the material and we made and we sent out what I did though, I made, I made sure that I put a little gift in each package because those customers were patient yes. and they waited for their packages to, to be sent out to them.
0: How did that make you feel?
1: Feel like me I got places now, too. <laughs> you say a take off. Yes, man. When I see some place, I can't remember all of them right now, but when <laughs> see some places, when I say, really, I will out this there.
0: Looking at where you are now, and this was just the tip of the iceberg, but looking at where you are now and looking at the places that your product, your brand has ended up. Places that you didn't even know existed. And going back to your original ask of purpose and what you want to do. When it comes to your depression, where is it now? as you are making this, this journey, and you're taking this journey, where does, that, where does your depression sit right now?
1: Well, taking the journey, I had to figure out how to manage it, mm-hmm. how to deal with it, how to identify the onset and address the things that, are, that will make it um, turn to something worse. You know, nip it in the body. Yeah, and yes. put it in the back seat. Yes. What would you say to Kevin right now?
0: Now that you know you know we're having this conversation just about redirection and how life has its challenges and places that we think we're supposed to be and we end up in a different place and we realize that that is our purpose but we realize we can't get to those places by ourselves and sometimes we need other people to help save us what would you say
1: to kevin thank you for over <laughs> there. Say the saying regin thank you from the bottom of my heart, you know if you stand up beside for the way you have been doing, and you don't know more while me nagging and me give trouble, and you just go sleep it off and come back again. Bless up yourself. and me and You're in at this forever, forever, right to the end.
0: Forever. My last two questions for you, Kevin. Big up yourself. Big up yourself. My last two questions to you. In this journey, you've had some amazing highs, some amazing moments. Um. Uh, there are people who, you know, once you see the Brescia bag and you look on them hand, chances are they're wearing an Inspire 365, you yeah, see you doing chain, I just got my Jamaica um, pendant with Sam Helsha sand in it mm-hmm. and everything. Um, what has been your most priceless moment? The, the moment or the experience that makes you close your eyes and smile and feel absolute joy, happiness and peace?
1: You mean in the business? in general in general yes
0: your most priceless moment
1: when i realize that i can actually fulfill my purpose
0: hmm.
1: when i realize that i can fulfill my purpose and i no longer have to ask why am i here because mm. if i don't know why i'm here i'm gonna go just take with myself
0: we don't want that right And I love when you and Kevin come and visit me. And I love when we think that we're going to part company in two minutes and we sit down in the parking lot for two hours. I promise you, if Kevin and LaChanlaw come into your house, it's not going to be a high and buy. It's going to be two, three hours. And I'm so grateful that you decided to um, give yourself time and that you decided to give yourself grace and space to grow to love you and to see you and the value and the happiness that you, you give me and Garfin and the entire crew who love you and what you do and we love what you and Kevin represent. So my last question to you is redirection. It happens in our lives and sometimes we do not like it cause it's uncomfortable. Mm. It, it just disrupts your life. It, it, it interrupts what we think is where we want to go. But in your words, how do
1: you define redirection? First, I must tell you that I rewrote my eulogy. Yes. I stopped and I thought about what would be said about me if I were to be gone now. And that's not what, that's not what I want to be said in my eulogy. So I was forced to go on a new path mm-hmm. and I am now rewriting my eulogy. That is redirection for me.
0: Have I told you that I love you? Many
1: times, and I love you too, Terry.
0: I love you for all that you do, for who you are now, for who you were before. Because the person who you were before, who you are trying to say, I see you girl, but you don't serve me now. For the person who you are now, and the person who you are becoming, I am proud of you. And I'm very happy to know that you have a family, you have a husband, you have friends and partners, you have a village who will always stand and root for you I will now go nowhere. So today we're celebrating all of this and I know by next week you're probably going to, she's probably going to come up with something new because that is, her, that is her creative output. And I believe that by sharing your story, you might have saved many lives. By sharing your story, you might be allowing more people to rewrite their eulogies. Lashan Lai, thank you so very much for being open and honest and vulnerable in a Saint Thomas patwa, because I saw your tan and this is how we love you. Thank you for being in the redirection seat with me today. I truly appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me, Terry, and giving me the opportunity to share and tell my story to someone who needed to hear it. Stay with us. Mm. We're not ready for you to go. Mm. you're here for a reason and you you just need to find your purpose and you will find your purpose and you will help others along the way i love you
0: my goodness thank you so very much i mean with that said all i can say is just thank you thank you for sticking and staying thank you for appreciating and understanding that each guest is is unique that each guest has an amazing story and With each story, someone's dream and goal and objective and purpose and calling is absolutely tied to it. And if you thought that there was something that resonated, please let us know, drop it in the chat. And if you think that there is someone who needs the help and someone who might need to hear what Chandla has to say, please share it with them and I'll get some resources and I'll try to ensure that we put up some resources in the event you know anyone who suffers from depression or if you know anyone who has ideation of suicide, I'll definitely try to put up some resources at the end of this episode so that we can help as many people as possible. Again, thank you for making it. Redirection with Terry Carroll. Thanks to our partners, MasterCard, Heineken 0 Toyota Jamaica, Spaces, Commercial Concepts, Bresche, Beauty Brands by MDS, and Go Shore Courier.